Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August seventeenth. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm I'm doing great. I uh, I remarked just a second ago. We got to save some of our discussion for the pod. I've been, uh, you know, as the as the steam producer of this this uh, wonderful show. The steamed that, is probably too strong a word. <laughs> well, you know. Some people like the low production value. Some people, uh, you know, don't like the low production you know, value. If you don't like it, just don't. <laughs> just go away. It's not changing. Don't tell us it needs to get better. Like a couple, couple malcontents occasionally, who are just so not with well, we it. We get it in the reviews too. You know, oh, we, get, well, we get it in the reviews. We got live bots reviews. coming in the reviews. Live you know? bots. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyways, you know, I was I was lamenting that. I never know, you know, you, I, I look across, we, we have video of each other where, you know, while we're talking and, you know, sometimes I look and you're talking and you're like three feet away from your mic because you're leaning back in your chair and, uh, I can't and you, sit still. I like to bounce around the room. <laughs> well, you're bouncing around right now. So people are getting different in levels and of audio well. and, you know, you're making a producer, your producer look bad sometimes, you know? I need a headset. I need a headset. So as I spin around in my chair and I bounce back and forth, like, you know, my, my I'm not moving away from the mic. It's moving with me. Maybe it'll be like the Freddy Kitchens with my little Yeah, headset. you're like a de-coordinator. De if, <laughs> yeah. if anybody has any good headset recommendations, maybe, maybe we'll get, get bread in one. But we need one that... You know, plugs into a board. I, I don't. E I don't even know. You know, I I just know what I you know what I've used. So yeah. Well, we'll figure it out one day. Maybe maybe we'll improve our production quality, or I'll stop bouncing around in my chair. We'll see. One <laughs> or the other. Um, Might have to put the put the mic back in your hand. Take it out of the stand. No. That was a big big innovation for you. <laughs> Yeah. Innovation sometimes <laughs> takes us in reverse, as we know. Innovation for the sake of innovation doesn't always make things better. And apparently it's hurt my uh, audio quality. Speaking here, of innovation. Yeah. Do you want to talk about this? Uh, this, this The BMW PGA Championship Tour. becoming no, a nationwide event across no, the country? I was going to say the, the PGA Rockies Tour. To the, Let's talk, hold on. I don't want to talk about that. All right. I know you don't. I don't want to talk about that yet. It's been, it's a, I was down in the city of Chicago. You could feel feel the energy level in the city was just a little low this morning when that got announced. But um, <laughs> I wanted to talk more about what um, the players what's, meeting. The players meeting. This is uh, reported by the Fire Pit. Alan Shipnuck of the Fire Pit got another log quite dramatically. They're, yeah, threw a log <laughs> on the threw a. Uh, might, have, might have put some lighter fluid all over the log before he oh, tossed yeah. it into the fire to to make it a little bit more dramatic. He he, he had you know what do you say a baner? I think he characterized it as a baner. This players meeting, uh, there'll be Tiger showing up, which it seems that is confirmed by multiple reports. To add, not that we doubted Allen, but his plane is in the air, and and other people have reported that he's coming. So that's part of it. Uh, up 
for grabs or up for discussion is maybe Jay Monahan's ability to stay Jay Monahan commissioner. Uh, maybe this is not a player advisory meeting in which Jay is part of. It's just 20 of the, the big names, the big, the head honchos in the sport, the top rated players in the sport getting together to talk about getting on the same page. And I think, you know, um, one, one uh, sort of measure of how much they are on the same page will be how much we, how many leaks we hear out of this meeting. I was thinking about like what we'll get from this because a lot of these meetings with the Saudis or there's a PGL presentation or this, that, or the other, like one guy runs out of it and texts his favorite writer or journalist or friend or podcast or whoever it may be. And we quickly have some details of what went on in said meeting. You know, if this is sort of to solidify and unify, uh, a sign of a bunch of leaks would maybe run counter to that you know if they just go and say unless maybe it's the leak is we're all unified and everybody was on the same page the hell with live maybe that's what the leak is but uh we'll see what we hear from it it sounds like everything's on the table though yeah i think this is long overdue um i if i'm one of those 20 guys like you, you're talking landmark guys when you see people defecting i and i think this is i imagine the Cam Smith is kind of the tipping point, I, I think. Um, just because you've got a reigning major champion, and everybody was like, oh, you know, they haven't gotten anybody that at the top of their game. And it's like, okay, you got the reigning players champion, the open champion, defecting wanna, while playing in the in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Do you want to relay what we heard in, as regards to Cam Smith oh. uh, this week? It's pretty good. So, so uh, the interesting. Ru- the rumored number was obviously a hundred million, which when you see what other people are getting it, you might be like, Oh, that, that might be a little low. He should be a bigger prize on the wall. Open champion, number two player in the world, Australian footprint, all that stuff. So what I heard this week and, and uh, you know, these are really hard things to, to confirm. um, But was that he signed Monday of the open championship. So, signed a deal before his open championship win, which probably is a little bit of a kick in the kick in the stomach. Oh, Bud Martin, the guy, not, not our favorite. He wasn't our, you know, we weren't his favorite, Bud Bud Martin, when we interviewed Cam <laughs> Smith, but maybe not a great timing for that. Or maybe it was, who knows? Maybe you didn't want to leave it to chance. But, you know, he maybe he felt freed up. Maybe he felt freed up because he yeah. had the deal in place. That's true. That could be the case too. Um, but like Cam Smith, you think was sort of a tipping point. I guess I don't understand like substantively what this me- meeting can do. I saw a lot of people tweeting like this is a monumental day for the future of golf. This will be a, this is a huge, like, what is this? What does this do? What? I don't necessarily know what they're going to vote on or say or do that like changes the course of anything other than say like maybe get a re- reaffirmation or a recommitment. Or fire Jay Monahan. Maybe they fire decide Jay needs to go. I don't know. Yeah, what but they can, can twenty do. players do that? Right, they can't. And if they decide to do Davis Love's theory of, I was thinking about oh, it. Oh, the actually. boycott. The yeah, boycott. He mentioned that. I mean, Chip the boycott mentioned. is just the most absurdly stupid idea in the, of all of them. It's not a good idea. I guess I can understand how it comes to fruition with the golfers kind of getting in their feelings thinking about, you know, or thinking they can tell the Masters how it's going to be or the U.S. Open how it's going to be. Like, none of us are coming if you allow the Live Boys to play as well. 
Um, the problem is that these, these majors need to worry now about about potentially getting lumped into a lawsuit. Yeah. And uh, on that, you know, is it worth it? And 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 you know, one way they could probably protect themselves is actually affording some sort of live exemption. That uh, last night there was a, an event in the Philadelphia area. Commissioner um, Monahan was there with Mike Wan. Mike Wan was there. Mike Wan called live the ice capades, which is a, a derogatory term, sort of like a traveling circus. He's called them that before in the press. I believe in August uh, or last July. Um, interesting that they're appearing together in such a manner. Um, but you know, a boycott. Yeah. I, I guess that seems really, really f- kind of counterproductive. I thought a random thought I had this morning was what if the, what if this meeting overthrows Jay and then they put Davis love in charge? And he's well, been doing the car wash just to get himself ready, ready for, for PGA Tour commissioner. So what do they need? What does they need as a commissioner? <laughs> they need an attack dog? What do they need as a commissioner? I'm trying to understand. Like, is I, I, I'll tell like, you what. I, I think they need something different than Jay Monahan. Yeah. He hasn't really done much of anything. And, and this is when we were playing last week. I think you I think we were talking about this. I think you mentioned it. But his response here to this is really similar to that of COVID where he kind of just refused to make a decision and, and really his response was inaction. And he, you know, with the players, he just kind of let it hang in the balance when, you know, all these other sports leagues were making decisions and, and obviously we can look back and, and decide whether it's, you know, if it was right or wrong, but like when, when in a, a kind of a time of urgency, his response was rather slow and lackluster. Who was in the press recently saying we needed to be more proactive? I forget. That was somebody was talking about like we just sort of let it hang. I can't remember if it was someone who left or someone who's Ricky. Probably, yeah, Here's Ricky. Ricky. Yeah, I'm sorry. This Ricky is what said Ricky that. said. Adam to, yeah. yeah, Adam Shupak is. He said, "I've told the tour and Jay when I've met with them that I don't think they've handled it very well at all." A lot of the stuff that has happened in the last six months to a year is starting uh, and is starting to happen. To me, they are reacting to it versus when the talks of the Premier Golf League and Live came about is when they should have been proactive and gotten in front of it. And I, I completely agree with Ricky here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think like just to assume they're going to rely on status quo so often or rely on messaging and branding and. I guess loyalty uh, seems to have been the strategy. I know we've talked about that ad nauseum and we don't need to do it again here, but I guess I'm just trying to understand what are the, what are the substantive goals coming of this meeting? Is it just to get everyone to sign an oath to pledge their allegiance? Um, what, how are they changing the course of, of what the, the future, or are they just scared shitless about the guys that are going to leave as soon as the FedEx cup well, is over? I mean, it seems like the, the live strategy with Cam Smith and, and Leishman with the with the timing for that Boston event is just an all out assault. Like they've just been assaulting different aspects of the tour, and Weak this one points. is is centered around the Presidents Cup. Like they are they are attempting to make a mockery of the international team for the Presidents Cup with some of these signings. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you make anything of Cam Smith, W. Dean, with? 
hip discomfort. Bob Martin had a, issued a, a short statement via the PGA Tour. Um, did Jay Monahan get his Jeff Galuli and, and take out Cam Smith? Did Cam Smith, is that his piece out? I don't need your stinking playoffs. Is this actually injured? A lot could, of theories. Could it have been that. peer pressure? Could they have been like, hey, man, you know. Get, get what, the hell what, out of here. Yeah, like you're going to play for this. And, and meanwhile, you're, you know, you're showing up on those live golf memes, uh, uh, you know, videos as like uh, committed. That's the thing that's crazy is like live golf and Norman are pushing out these things that have Cam Smith in them as a live player. And he won't just say himself, yeah, I'm going, you know? Right, right. It does feel like, you know, would he have had to go to this meeting? Would, would it have been uncomfortable for him to even be there the next week, two weeks? I don't know. I guess he he's probably going to finish in the top 10 without playing. I don't. I can't. I'm not a FedEx mathematician. But well, I think, I he think here won, right? here's he one of the. Gear? You just brought up a major issue of uh, of the FedEx Cup is that we have no no clue what what the implication of him not playing is on the FedEx Cup. That's true. Uh, is there <laughs> anything three specific in the standings? No, no clue. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen because he doesn't play. Is there anything specific you want to see out of this meeting? What do you expect Tiger to say? He's coming in with a case of Monster, flying up with a case of Monster, a bag of Funyuns, and going to tell everyone you need to get on board? I guess I just... Uh, I think it's I a think very it's crazy. dramatic, exciting thing, but I don't know to what effect. I think the crazy... This is crazy to to say this is, this is what I would be satisfied with an outcome as because like I don't think it's at all feasible. <laughs> But they should try is they should take away FedEx Cup points from like almost every tournament that doesn't matter. Like there should be utter FedEx Cup reform coming out of this. And it's not for this. It's not like for two years from now for next year. That is the only acceptable response. They don't have a year. Yeah, they the the enemy is it's not at the gates. They're over the dr- they're in the meeting rooms. They they have they have their own meetings going on in the in, in the global touring, home. In the global home. This is <laughs> they've they've taken over half the global home. And this is a I mean the other question and I think this is obviously like I don't think this is a potential solution because of Greg Norman and there's clearly compromise. A, yeah, I mean, there's no compromise that can be done. And the time for compromising was months ago when yeah. when the live live didn't have any traction, when they they were kind of like trying to convince guys to come over. That's when you could have compromised. And and that's when Jay refused to take calls. And and this is why you should be fired, you know? And I, I, don't, I, I don't like calling for somebody's job. But like at the end of the day, I don't think you could if you put down on paper everything Jay Monahan's done, um, I don't, I don't think you could come up with any reason for him to to be around. The net leaderboard, the reform, like the, the other the issue is like, how can Jay be your commissioner and you reform? Yeah. You just need an outside thinker coming in and just overhauling. Well, what's his messaging been the last two years? 
apparently the thing he said last night at this event was like he's like 100 focused on what he can control like we're we, it's just like blah like what is that what is that cliche no you need granted that that may not be the forum for him to talk about his strategy but still it just feels like he there's not a lot of uh, actual deterrence there and real sort of teeth into anything he's suggesting but um it's getting i don't know that it's getting i don't know that it's getting dire i don't know it seems like it's it's escalated to the point where well um, it's really it's really personal uh on both sides um i don't know about the whole scheffler walking through the line thing you, you have guys poking I, the bear on both sides um and i don't know really about that to, I, I agree with you i thought that was really kind of overblown but and just could have been anything um but I mean, you start like to like personal. some of the names that have been rumored with this, right? You know, Cam yeah. Young, and obviously that's been contested. Like that's that's a big blow to the tour. Hideki. That's gonna be the rookie of the year, Hideki. Like, you know, in this this most recent tranche, when you add in who they already have, it is. I think it's getting somewhat dire. Um, you know, in in the sense of if we lose these guys. You know, it's seemingly the more the time goes on, the more guys are going to continue to get. Uh, I think the splintering is bad for the game. It's ter- like it's going to make two watered down product too. Unless someone, you know, really, truly wins, like wins out and takes everybody. I don't know that that's going to happen. Um, but I-, I do think we're headed for more of a splintered, watered down event. Well, that's but right now. It's, it's like. Uh, just a bonanza right now. <laughs> Who knew Taylor Gooch could be interesting? He's been fascinating, like this interesting doofus from the start. Cameron Percy out there just lobbing grenades at Bubba Watson about <laughs> will he pray for this woman who's being incarcerated in Saudi Arabia? Cameron Percy? It's making all these sort of creative player guys like interesting. We have this player meeting and Tiger walking in like, you know, all these memes and stuff. It, it is, the, 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 if they're an entertainment product, which is what they say they, you know, sometimes want to be, I don't know, other times they're ultimate prize competition. Like they should be streaming this player's meeting, right? They should be doing all this stuff. Lean into golf being more popular than ever. Maybe not for like all the reasons they want, but lean into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, Cameron Percy, people are quite, Taylor Gooch. Quite, quite enamored with this and uh i i it's what would be a comp i mean like one of the things i've thought about is like the ban yeah like they they didn't have to do it also because which one of those guys was going to play all the live events and then satisfy the the pga tour starts minimum Right, like long term, like those guys were going to lose their status on tour because of that. They could, and then they could have suspended them, you know, via that. Like this is where the you know the idiocy of it is is like you now are just losing these guys, and it's like you didn't even have to lose them. Right, right. I lost you there for a minute. That's production quality. I think that's just my Comcast internet. Did you see Justin Thomas tweeting about his accomplishment? Hashtag Comcast Business Tour Top Ten. Another year. I wonder what the mandate was for that. Everybody needs to tweet hashtag Comcast business to our top 10. But either way, maybe, my maybe the, it was just out. HQ I your tweeting. It's okay. your whole point about the band. It wasn't but, that important. I just said, why didn't they just rely on the minimum starts for next I got, year? Yeah, I heard that. Like heard nobody, that nobody's going to make 29 starts. Nobody's, um, maybe Patrick Reed, but that's it. 
All right, let's get we'll get to schedule for the week here. Talk a little USA amateur. Uh, but first, uh, we are uh, Shotgun Start. This week is brought to you by friends at B Dratty, longtime friends of the program, really from our from our earliest nascent days as the Shotgun Start, certainly as the fried egg. Uh, they've been with us forever, whether it's through Summit, you know, Zero Restriction or B Dratty. And now, uh, sort of a, a nice little synergy with US Amateur uh, Week. They have just launched their collegiate collection at bdratty.com. Uh, they have uh, licenses. They're launching with 18 schools. I'll read them off. A lot of SEC schools. Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, BC, Boston College. Which Look is at that. Billy, Billy's alma mater and also my alma mater. I think it's probably just in there because it's an incredibly popular, large uh, mainstay in NCAA sports. That's why they're in there with you know. They Alabama, might not. Auburn. They might not have a conference soon. Oh, shut up! Boston College, Clemson, Florida, Florida State, LSU, Michigan State, Old Miss, TCU, Tennessee, Texas A and M, South Carolina, Vandy, and Virginia Tech. So they have some some of their you know their classic uh, apparel or uh, I don't know. It's a lot of like Russell Crewnecks, the Liam Polar, which is their most popular. Some quarter zips uh, with some of those schools, and they're kind of adding weekly. So they're. <laughs> I need to figure out what weekly. I need to do to get Illinois added to this. Well, they've got tailgate season coming. A lot of it's some of it's like lawn sleeves. You know, I, I would recommend looking it out, checking it out at bdraddy.com uh, to get more of their their college collegiate collection. Lawn tie. Oh, and use SGS twenty five. You get twenty five percent off. That's a That's good a chunk lot. of change off that purchase when you add the add that up in the cart. Use the SGS twenty five. Uh, I, I will just say Auburn and Ole Miss looked like they had the best collections. I went through the whole the whole thing, but they, they have some good stuff in there. I feel like All Ole right. Miss's logo works well on Which anything. Which one? The script? Yeah, thing? the script. Yeah. They've got a lot of colors. Like it's navy and it's you know baby powder blue they, they can mix and match but all right so go to bdraddy.com use promo code sgs25 for anything there i've got another uh good plug for dratty but i'll save that one for friday my wife is demanding a pair of their shorts i was like they don't make them in your size but we'll talk about that on friday rarely does my wife compliment my clothes but she's big on these dratty shorts i got all right moving on to schedule for the week let's lead off with the U.S. Amateur, which will be on TV or streaming, whatever you want to call it, starting on Wednesday. The round Wait, you didn't 16... want to talk about about the abandonment of Chicago? We'll get to that in news. We'll do that in news. Nobody's being abandoned in Chicago. It's just doesn't have enough good golf courses to host a, to host a PGA Tour event, apparently. Um, US, schedule for the week. U.S. Amateur will be in the round of 64 on Wednesday on Peacock, 3 to 4 p.m., for an hour? <laughs> For an hour? So, so and then four absurd. to six uh on Peacock. There's 64 matches. And it's on for an hour on Peacock. Or not 64, 32 matches. Well, and think about they're, they're think off. about this. If you're watching on Peacock, you literally have to change apps on your TV. To then well, go to golf channel. Peacock. It stays on Peacock. Oh, you for can then just four stay to there? six. Yeah. Four to okay. six. Okay. At least it doesn't you can come do to that. golf channel until four to six. Then it's on, you know, this sort of mix mishmash maze of I don't know, eleven to noon on Thursday, then noon to two on it's just like a mix of Peacock and Golf Channel. Let um, me ask you a question. Yeah. 
if you were, you know, in the, at the USGA and in charge of, of this relationship, you know, Fox obviously bought the rights. Then NBC and uh, Golf Channel buys them on cents in the dollar. And the way that they have um, kind of treated USGA championships since, would you be happy with the with the way the coverage has been laid out? Um, it's it's I think it's exactly what they didn't want. As as I understood it, like when this handoff happened, and like why they liked Fox or why they didn't like Fox, parts of they want to be like the main show. They want to be prioritized here. Uh, and that's across the board. That's not with the U.S. Open. It's not just U.S. Open. Um, and like NBC, like I, I'll, you know, I'm not sure people do golf as well as NBC. Anyone does golf better than NBC from the main networks. But like they have too much stuff. And I was going to get to that here in a second with schedule for the week. They have too much stuff. They have too many rights. And I think if I'm the USGA... I'm not, as I understood it from industry insiders, I'll use that, you know, generic, stupid term. Like when this handoff, they were, they, they weren't crazy about being passed off from Fox to NBC because they were worried about, you know, wanting to be the main show, like wanting to have their own guys. And they're kind of being like an hour on Peacock here. You I was know, disappointed uh, not to see it show pop up on USA or, or CNBC to to great, great golf channels. Well, the problem here is the Sunday final is now on Golf Channel and Peacock while the BMW Championship is on NBC because they have their tour. So the PGA Tour playoffs will bump the USA Amateur final to non-network, to cable, to Golf Channel. Um, and I would think they're probably not crazy about that. If you were to, I'm, the I'm, most I'm, historic tournament yeah, in American I'm just golf, reading between it's the just lo- like guessing being bumped. Here. Yeah, I'm just guessing that the finals of the FedEx Cup playoffs getting their network coverage while the you know USA well, finals bumped. Here's the thing: there could have been a good debate if it was the Western Open versus the USAM. You would have accepted that as what should take NBC priority. Well, it's, it could have been a debate. You could have debated it, but right. the Western Am, uh, Western Open has been has been decapitated by the PGA Tour. Well, while we're just before put a bow on this NBC and schedule for the week thing. So what we have here is we have only one NBC. It has to choose between BMW. Then, like throughout the week, we've got the Dick Sporting Goods Open. On the PG, on the Champions Tour, that's at, at Enjoy, Endicott, New York. That's on from like one fifteen to three fifteen, but it's not. It's tape delayed, showing on Golf Channel from eight to ten. So it's sh- tape delayed, showed on TV. Meanwhile, the Albertsons Boise Open, which is the Corn Ferry Tour playoffs, is actually being streamed from six to eight, but that's then being shown tape delayed from ten to midnight on Friday. So you end up with, like they've got too much stuff. So you end up with two multiple tape delayed TV shows. You have conflicts between the BMW and the USA Amateur. I think you just got to spread it around a little more. Well, and what's going to happen when you know there's there's been some rumors that NBC is really you know might be keen to shutter Golf Channel. What happens with all these rights then? Does everything just go to Peacock or? 
USA? I, I no, probably not USA. People want their SVU and things of that nature there, law and order. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but they have a shit ton of golf rights. Um, and now we are ending up this week. And I'm not saying people demand need live Dick Sporting Goods open live coverage. Can't have that. The Corn Ferry well, Finals is is great though. So now it's on from. 8 to 10 tape delay on Thursday, 10 to midnight tape delay on Friday, 9 to 11 tape delay on Saturday, and 8 to 10 tape delay on Sunday. Like, we'll know who's won or what the leaders stand, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have results. Anyways, it just feels like a, a miss and it's just a little too crowded for one network. That's, that's your schedule for the week. That's sort of more of an overhead look at it. Oh, and I neglected to mention we have the D&D Real Check Masters on the DP World Tour, the Thomas Peters, Thomas Peters Invitational, as it's otherwise thank, known. Thank God the, the women are off. Right? That's the <laughs> other thing. They don't even have an LPGA event. I was looking at it. It's too <laughs> much stuff. But let's talk about the end of the week, which is the USA Amateur starting Wednesday on, on Peacock. It's already, of course, two days into... Uh, We're tracking uh, right now. Play. We got, we got uh, Andrew Von Lasso. He's two under. Making a push for match play. T-shirt. <laughs> One of our favorites. We have several he's friends a, in the He's the National but... Hickory Open champion. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I think he won the National uh, National, Hi- National Hickory Open last year. What? This guy's like a modern-day renaissance man. He's a Michelangelo. <laughs> he makes gold boy T-shirts. Plays he plays hickory. hickories with great skill. He's in the U.S. Amateur. Who knows what he does like for actual, you know, his real day job? I have no idea. What a renaissance man this guy is. Andrew Van Lauso, T31 right now. So we're we're pulling for him. I mean, there's some other names in here that, you know, Michael Thorbjornsson looks to be headed to match play. That's obviously a big name. Luke uh, Guchewski might be the might be the medalist. That can't be how you pronounce it. Isn't well, it? I know it's not, but it, I think we... Gucheski is the son of the Scott Gucheski who earned his uh, famously earned his tour card last year, I believe at Corn Ferry Finals or maybe the Pinnacle Bank. I can't remember the either the last event of the season or the Corn Ferry Finals in dramatic fashion. And, you know, he was 41 years old or whatever, getting his tour card. So his son is uh, it looks like he might be the medalist. And I think he's like a freshman or something at Nebraska. Iowa State, I think. Iowa State. Husky boys. Uh, No, Burley boys. Father and son Burley boys. Luke, (laughs) uh, exceptional players. Father and son. Iowa State, I think. Hugo Townsend, who's carrying... I wonder if he's carrying his bag again. I think we'll have to wait till match play to see that. Because he was carrying his bag last year. He abandoned Boise State. He's now at Ole Miss. Well, he moved on up, you know. He wanted to get that (laughs) B-Draddy college collection. (laughs) He found out Dratty had license didn't have a Boise license, so he went to Ole Miss. All right, Illini, uh Adrian Dumont Deschart. Uh-huh. I don't think that's how you pronounce his last name. Deschart. <laughs> that can't be right. Dude, he was at Deschart. Just yeah. should. I don't know. It's another Belgian, another Belgian Illini. They got so many of them. He's he's looking good. And then you got Michael Vick's brother, Travis. <laughs> so bad. He's, there he's are, like, there's a lot of good names in this. Gordon event. Sargent, the uh, NCAA champ. Yeah, Vandy hits the hell out of the ball from Vandy. Big you know, Stu. Stu's in the mix. Yeah. 
It's Grabalchek a- or Grabal uh, Grabalchek? Are you just reading the leaderboard? At no, this point? I, I, that kid was in the final four. I know he was super I know impressive. He is. I know Nick the name Grabalchek. Grabalchek. He I was at, at the NCAA's too. Played well, I believe. Yeah, um, Castillo. Tough times on Westy Island continue. I don't know if you saw that. What happened? T two ninety four. There's an individual named Westy McCabe. Guy's name is Westy. <laughs> Fortunately, Westy, you know, is in in line with how things have gone on Westy Island this year. Westy McCabe is twenty one over, but uh, he made it nonetheless. He's in the field. A uh, lot. That's that's just a a list of a, a, a start of the name. You know, Jet Tickle. You got Maverick. You have six Jacksons in the field. Six Carsons. Davis Womble. There's a bunch of good names. What about Ford, Ford Clegg? Clegg? <laughs> Daniel Boone's out there on the Great Frontier, <laughs> chopping away, <laughs> chopping away to whatever he's at. A T221 at 13 over. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of good names in the. That's always a fun thing to do at the uh, USAM. Is it's, I, I made a list of 20 or so. I'm not going to read them all off. Live boy there. Puig is uh, is right on the cut cut line. David Puig, live a live boy. live defector that's retained his amateur status. I want to know how that works. I was on a pod was the, the Thai too. podcast with a yeah. former Stanford golfer Henry Shimp. And he was saying he's not really sure how it works with NIL, but they they were he was saying that they might be deferring stuff like into a pension for him, like deferring earnings uh, that he gets when he turns professional. You know, I saw a tweet from Dan Kilbridge, former writer at Golf Week. Now he writes for like uh, a betting site. I want to say it's bookies.com. And he tweeted above like tweeted over this live tweet about the driving distances. And this is someone who's in the gambling world, right? He, he, it's bookies. Yeah. He goes, serious question. Cause they, they did driving distance. Longest average. So they from, had Bryson on it. Yeah. Bryson doing Bryson things was the live tweet. He goes, serious question. Are live golf stats publicly available anywhere? Reliable data, ped testing, and know if players are competing to win 4 million or net zero dollars against their bank, you know, their upfront money are all huge for bookmakers and overall betting interest. It's unclear on all three at the moment. Now we're, you know, ped testing's unclear on the PGA Tour too, but and, and club testing. Do you think but they have they're, pretty they're, rigorous club testing and PED testing there? I would guess not. I would guess not. I don't think Cam Smith would get a penalty for being on the hazard line, which, by the way, we had a superintendent friends say the line was a lazy ass paint job there was way too much room between the actual wall and water and the paint um but yes it's a good point you know when you talk about the great point about the lazy the lazy uh the the lazy line line. the paint job in memphis uh but anyways that that, what you were just talking about you imagine i could just see a guy out there painting lines it's like 95 degrees and he's like what the hell am i doing out here right now you know how you get dizzy when you're like weeding your head's like your the blood's rushing (laughs) to your head you're you're bent over so like he's probably got up towards the green he's been doing this line for 60 yards and he got a little wobbly went a little too far afield who knows how that happened um, anyways, that you were just talking about Puig's pension. I saw that tweet earlier today. I thought it, there is really not a lot of reliable data on what they're playing for or what, you know, how they're playing in terms of 
distance or strokes gained or things like that. Uh, elsewhere in the amateur, this from Brentley Romine, who sent us a long list of, of themed groups. I would just say there's the three wise men. There's Parker Wisdom, Blake Wisdom, and Joey Wiseman. There's multiple kids in here with the last name Wisdom. How in the hell does that happen? I expected Are a lot of Jacksons related? and Carsons. No, I, I discovered this on my own earlier. I was like, oh, well, they got to be brother and sister. One's from a brother and brother. And one's from like, they're from different states. Maybe they're related. Maybe they're related. But it, they look, I, I think they're from different parts of the country and not related. Parker and Blake Wisdom, nevertheless. Um, anything else on the uh, on the USAM? Um, Give us a little original. Yeah. One other thing. Tommy what? Cool. You know where Tommy Cool plays his golf? Who? Tommy Cool. Who's that? He's, Tommy Morrison, he, the big well, boy, six ten. No, Tommy Cool. He looks like he's going to make the cut. You know where he plays his golf? Illinois, I assume. Yep. <laughs> What's his actual last name? Cool. K U H L. Oh, I thought you were just. Oh God, Tommy Cool. I thought his name was like Tom, you know, something or other, and you're just no. shortening it to Tommy Cool. <laughs> That's his legit name. Oh, it is. It is his legit name. His brother played at Wisconsin too. I see. There's a couple, cool. couple, uh, you know, Illinois standouts from their junior and amateur days. Uh, at Ridgewood, the yeah. uh, the host site. Yeah. AW selling assets in Paramus, New Jersey, just across the bridge from New York City. So you might uh, get some. You might that get some. Sounds like a geographic exaggeration. Just across the bridge. Well, when I was there, I I drove across the bridge or the tunnel, the tunnel. Okay, okay. I went through the tunnel and went to MSG that night. So it wasn't far. I've played there. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It yeah. took me took me forty five minutes in rush hour. So okay. it can't be very far. Okay. You know. Yeah, but sure. really good golf course, A.W. Tillinghast. I feel like this is like one of the forgotten really good championship venues in uh, in the Northeast. And it's just like an embarrassment of riches up there. Right. You know, sure. um, this golf course, it's it's got three nine holes, uh, nine hole courses. One of the unique things like you always think about like the nine uh, the courses that have 27 holes and and usually that that added ninth is kind of a little bit of an afterthought right like mm -hmm. if you use the country club at brookline for example like sure they used a couple holes from the primrose nine but the primrose is kind of just like oh that's that and the clyde squirrel is is the one and similarly like huntington valley and um in philadelphia like really great 18 hole championship uh, course but then that other nine is kind of like oh that's where the junior golf where we stick the junior golfers and we do you know some people go play there but it's usually way less busy than the but this golf course like all three nines are really really good like I would you know you'd have a hard time figuring out what your favorite of them is you know I think it's like one of those situations where it's pretty acceptable for any of them to be your favorite um, in terms of the golf course it doesn't have like the crazy Tillinghast greens that you see at Wingfoot, they're a little mm -hmm. bit more subdued, but they have a lot of back to front slope. Uh, they, they kind of like, they have the slope that matches the contours as the name suggests, there is a big Ridge on property. Um, and most holes play up into it or off it or in a few play along it. And, and those like when you're playing down, a lot of the greens there run away. You know, it's, it's a really neat golf course. The uh, the hole that is uh, is going to be catnip central is the the twelfth. It's I'm a putting a video out on that. 
Yeah, we're put. We're contributing Check to out the, the catnip. Friday. Yeah, you got you. You went for the catnip. Really I did. Deal. I figured I'd. I yeah. just. I don't. I, I don't know how many. I don't know like, how many outlets have yeah. uh, have video footage of the of the catnip. Uh, yeah. So I figured we'd do it. But it is a really cool short little part. Short part four. It's really, in actuality, a long part three. Everybody's gonna go for it. Nobody's gonna lay up. But it, the neat thing about it is the twelfth hole. It's a pivotal hole in matches. You're gonna get there for the most part, unless you're just getting completely boat raced. Um, and, uh, and it, it's like one of those holes where you feel like you have to make a birdie. And if you don't, you, you you're going to just see that pressure play out where whoever's hitting first, like if they hit a good shot, it's going to be like, you know, it, it's just like one of those, it's just this long, narrow green, tiny green, Big bunkers around it sits on a ridge, and uh, you know Rory hit it four times, which is That's absolutely insane. I have the video I watched their video <laughs> that you you made. We'll have out on the Friday. The green is absurd. I can't imagine. Like I can't. It'd be hard to hit from four times from. I don't know, 200 yards, it feels like, let alone well, that's whatever, almost I, 300. I think like you could probably give like a, a you know, I think the success rate of hitting it four times with a wedge from 80 yards. Like for, I don't think, I think there'd be only like, you know, 12 to 12 to 15 guys in 144 player field. If you gave them four attempts with a wedge that hit it every time, which is that. why it doesn't make sense to lay up. Yeah. Probably, right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's 284. It's so short that everybody could get there that it just seems silly not yep. to go for it. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Um, that's a really fun hole to watch. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a deep course. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be our. We'll have plenty more to talk about on Friday. They'll be into whatever it is, round of sixteen, I guess. Friday or Thursday night when we're talking. Um, all right. Before we forget, Cohen go- Trollio. I haven't seen that name in a while. Cohen. Yeah, he's on the all name team I created. Remember, yeah, he was uh, the, the North South, right? Or, or uh, Pinehurst, Pinehurst uh, yeah. USM yeah. when yeah, he was USAM. in high school. Yep. Um, Do you think we- Nick uh, Chris Frank is related to the baseball player? I don't know. Was it Jeff Francoeur? Yeah, I wondered. I looked at that earlier and had the same stupid idea in my head. And I wasn't going to bring it up, but here you are. You've done it. Um, there's apparently like multiple, yeah, Atlanta Braves related uh, players, or could be, according to Brentley. Um, while we're on the subject, or not. Char- Charlie Ryder in the mix. I saw that. I saw that US Open player. We, we watched him hit bombs at uh i said this on the tie one of my favorite moments of the year was watching luke curdenin discover charlie Ryder. oh my god there's video of tiger getting off the plane and it's just a <laughs> looks like an, a, a flannel shirt from eddie bauer of some sort and baggy jeans like it's gotta be 100 degrees in delaware right now and honestly this well big, he's coming from florida plaid, too this big chunky plaid <laughs> shirt and jeans looks like Ricky's in the car with him. Oh my God. What an outfit. Um, really? Looks like something you get at Christmas from. Why is Eddie Ricky Bauer. among the 20 players? I don't know, but you agreed with them. He's got some real takes, at least. And Jay needs to go, or Jay's not been great. They messed it up. Um, all right. While we're back on the subject of pro golf, we didn't do one and dones. I should say. Uh, future- oh, we got Wilmington Country Club. What do you have to say about Wilmington Country Club? Are you excited? You excited to see it? Sure. 
I think, you know, it's it's a different part of the state, a different part of the country. I'm not sure it should have the old Western Open in it. Um, we, we, we got a tip, I want to say like two years ago, that the members wanted to spend millions and millions of dollars to Bryson-proof their course because they were terrified of low scores. That did not happen. Um, but they, they're just kind of acceding, you know, ex- expecting low scores. They had a horrible storm come through and had to have much of work done. I think Andrew Green did work. I know the tour like demanded all these requirements. We have Will Knights has some pictures of them requesting greens be taken in, pinched in actually, not pushed out, but taken down. Um, so they did have to do some work to quote unquote meet tour requirements. But other than that, I don't have a lot on Wilmington. Do you have no, a lot of Wilmington? I don't have a ton on it. I think it's a Bob Trent Jones original something or other in the sixties. Um, this comes from a, a Delaware source. Myself and pretty much everyone I know from Wilmington are in agreement. We love our hometown, but are, quote, very aware. Delaware is Delaware for a reason. No confusing the city with places of grandeur elsewhere. I love, I mean, as a Clevelander, I love a little, you know, under self-deprecation, understanding, and appreciating where you come from. People are always kind of surprised anyone moves there. Again, great place, though. So this tiger live BMW thing happening in bold Wilmington freaking Delaware is kind of a lot for us to handle and too funny. So uh, it'll be good. It's fine. That gets us to our larger point. Actually, before we forget, one and dones. Who do you have this week? I know I have. uh, I was told I'm in 162nd out of 170 today. But you know what? No one's going home with more studs in the stable than I do. (laughs) I've got a bunch of guys left. And that's all I get. I'll be able to hang my head on that. Listen, you, you if, might if, have Jerry if, Kelly left. I don't. If if this if this was a forty seven week season, like the PGA Tour would want us want this one and done league to be, you'd be in great shape. I'd be in great shape. I've got but, Rob Morikawa, Fitz, now. Got everybody. And my one league it resets. This league does not reset. So last week I had uh, I had Tom Kim. I've, I don't I don't have many big big names. And this week. I'm going to go with a hot hand. I'm taking Adam Scott. He's playing really good golf. Uh, you know, the one nice thing about not having any big names left is, you know, you, you're going to be unique. People aren't going to zig your way. They've, yep. they've, saved, they've saved people for this very reason. And my other league, I, I'm going to go with a bomber. I think this is going to be a good course for long hitters. I'm going to take John Rahm just because I think I have to use John Rahm. Might not be a great spot to use him, even though he is a big hitter. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take Fina. I'm going to adjust. Take Fina. Big hitter. Hot, obviously, over the last month. I'll take Tony Fina. Featured groups real quick while we're on it. Uh, these are twosomes. Thank God they're twosomes. I, I actually, you know what? We don't need to do featured groups. The hell with it. Uh, so as we were saying, this is in Wilmington, which means this will now, this BMW Championship, formerly the Western Open, Will be, and I love this. I love where I live, this tiny part of the country, the swath of about two hours of Maryland and Delaware, Caves Valley, Wilmington, and then Caves Valley again, three times in what is that? Four years, I want to say 21, 22, and 25. This little mid Atlantic two hour stretch of Delaware and Maryland will have hosted the formerly Western Open three times. It is also returning to Bell Reeve in 2026. So we are going to go. Caves Valley, Wilmington, Olympia Fields, Castle Pines, Denver, Caves Valley again, and Bell Reeve. So Chicago once, I think in seven, 
one time in six or seven years in Chicago with three times in the Mid-Atlantic and a Colorado and St. Louis thrown in there. That's the news today as, as it, it was announced. Caves Valley and Bell River are hosting in 25 and 26. Um, it, I wrote about this for the fried egg newsletter. You can read it there. I don't want to double up on that, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the tour wants from their playoffs. Do they want it to be the ultimate prize? They just want to go to big markets or not big, you know, markets where they haven't been and have put on a good show. I would say the way Baltimore showed out last year, uh, the way that St. Louis showed out at the uh, PGA, whatever that was, 2018, would make it an attractive place to host a PGA Tour event. I think those people should have a PGA Tour event, the party and the atmosphere it created. Now, do I think it should be this Western Open when it's so neglecting Chicago so often? No, I don't. And obviously, you're the Chicagoan, so I'll let you respond. I, I wonder if Chicago's a good enough golf town, good enough sports town to have a PGA Tour event. Maybe they don't deserve it. You just got to go to Colorado and. Well, Louis or and we just need uh, Cialis, uh, the male enhancement drug, to pony up and, and buy <laughs> well, us a new tournament. Here's a serious question. What Chicago venue wants to have this regularly, like every year? That was a problem around here. Like, the, Congressional the thing didn't about want it event. is they have, there's three venues that want it. They have Olympia, Olympia Fields. Fields, Medina, and Conway. Conway. You've got three venues. You could rotate them. Like, and they all hit different parts of the city. That's the important thing, right? Is like Olympia Fields is not very convenient for anybody that lives on the north side of, of, of Chicagoland. Medina's pretty central to everybody. You know, Conway's not not really convenient for anybody that's really far west or or south, you know. What's Rich and Harvest Farms convenient for? Nobody. <laughs> no, no one. That's the live spot. All right. <laughs> I mean, right. I, like I said, my in-laws live about as close as you could get to Rich Harvest Farms. It's still 30 minutes away. <laughs> um, and uh, But anyways, like, I guess, like, I obviously have childhood memories of the Western Open. It's, it's the tournament that I went to. Uh, early on, uh, you know, in my life and is part of the reason that I'm really into golf. And one of the things that sucks about it is that you went from having outside of major championships, like legitimately one of the best tournaments of the year. You had could have been a, a Riviera could have been. Yeah, a, yeah, exactly. You have like a Riviera tournament and Tiger showed up every year, you know, and um, now you you don't even have a tournament. And you're this major market. You're one of the you're one of the cities that founded golf in the in the country, and you don't have a golf tournament here. PGA and, tour event, yeah, PGA tour. You don't have we don't have an LPGA tour tournament. We don't have a senior tournament. We have a we have a web We have a corn ferry event every live. year, and now we have a live tournament. Thank God. <laughs> got somebody that's paying Jerry Rich a bunch of money so his kids don't just bulldoze the course whenever he leaves. <laughs> Um, but, but anyways, you know, I think like the thing that really frustrates me the most in, in, you know, if you, if you look at what, what Jay Monahan, um, has been preaching about, about the tour and why players shouldn't go to live is because of the history. And, yeah. you know, it, we yep. have all this great history. You get to play the greats and, and, you know, to me, the tour is just talking out of both sides of his mouth and it's really disingenuous um, as a Chicago land golf fan. Like this is, 
without me being a, a podcast host, without me, you know, just in terms of looking at it blank, black and white as a Chicago golf fan is, you know, you want to talk about history and look at what you've done to a tournament that had more history than your entire freaking tour. You know, it, this right. was one time considered a major championship. And look what you've done to it. You have removed it from the city that that started it, that its entire identity centered around. And you have now made it this like part of your playoffs. It has no like, you know, that it just is sad. It's really sucks. And, um, you know, it just makes me upset. And now it's a mid-Atlantic golf tournament that sometimes comes to Chicago. And it's just pathetic. It's, it's just such a joke. It's um, I'm glad that there are six events in Texas and uh, five events in Florida and and none in Chicago. It's really it's really great. It's great for golf. You want to talk about growing the game. You want to talk about history and the arguably the most historic golf city in the country. You don't come to with a regular event and you also drop a nuclear bomb on their tournament that they started. That's the, the identity of of the city. Yeah, it's been co-opted completely, whether that's by BMW, the FedEx Cup playoffs, all these things combined. And, uh, to be fair, though, it's hard to resist the allure of St. Louis and Baltimore in mid-August. You know, it, it's, it's just a great time to go to a place like we saw Bell. You know what the weather is? Keep its, keep, its, keep its greens alive at the PGA. Uh, I, I, you know, you know it's, it's Chicago in the August could be tough. Right. But, no, it's not great anywhere, but uh it, this it, week is like eighty and sunny. It's been eighty and sunny all week. You know. Yeah. I'm sure it'll change. I mean Baltimore was brutal last year. And I'm, I just I'm, I live here. I like it. I, I'm not but it's just I don't know. Mid August isn't the time I necessarily would want to go to those. I'm either. leaving for the a weekend wedding uh in, in Cincinnati, another great place to be in August. <laughs> Just a furnace. Um, all right. Well, that that does it for news. That does it for BMW. I think we hit on pretty much everything. Well, if we didn't, we'll talk about it on Friday. All right. Everyone, enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll catch up with you then.